welcome to another edition of Sports Daddy TV podcast. My name is Big Chief Daddy. And I'm with FJB. That's right. Sorry for delay. This is FJB. So what's going on? We are here to talk about the divisional playoff games this weekend. We got some big games coming up this weekend. And we're going to talk right now about the first game. It's going to be the Indianapolis Colts versus the Kansas City Chiefs at, on Saturday at 4.35 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific. So, in Arrowhead. In Arrowhead. And speaking of Arrowhead, I am a big Chief fan, as everybody probably knows. And I'm scared at the bones because we have a six-game home playoff losing streak. And, in fact, three playoff games in total we've played against the Colts. We've lost. With the last one coming on to 2013, the big collapse, I call it. Indianapolis fans probably all had the biggest comeback in history. Up 28 and end up losing. It's funny you mention that because... The Colts versus Chiefs playoff record against the two. The Colts are four and up. Correct. Now, that being said, all records, all streaks come to an end. Okay. Yeah, but yes, but when you're a diehard Chief fan, as me and I'm sure a lot of Chief fans know this. The minute you're down in Arrowhead, the fans go away because it's here we go again. It happened last year against uh, your Tennessee Titans. And the year before that, we lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers on a, what I call, phantom holding call. I'm sorry. I agree. That was not a holding call. Harrison, you slipped, but I'm not going to go there. That brings up another another topic and of course then you another, t- another band-aid pool. yes and then you talk about the major major comeback Andrew Luck did on this team however I heard a stat today that um, Dustin Colquick is the only member and they say your punter that was on the team that lost and gave up the lead against the Colts the last time they played. So none of these Chiefs teams, this okay. Chiefs team. Okay, I, I feel you. But what did all those Chiefs teams have in common that this one doesn't? Well, for one... This Chiefs team has the 2B MVP quarterback. The last two quarterbacks that lost to the Colts in the playoffs were Alex Smith and Trent Green. Both of those quarterbacks combined are nowhere near the talent level that he is playing at and the skill that he is playing at right now. Yeah. Alex Smith. Now, 
Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, sorry but, about that. Yes, say, uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, MVP candidate. MVP for sure. Not candidate, soon to be winner. Two other quarterbacks in the NFL have thrown 50 touchdowns. Both of those quarterbacks want to win the MVP. Yeah. He's going to be the third. And Maybe. both of those quarterbacks are going to be Hall of Fame or Hall of Fame quarterbacks, no matter how you feel about one particular quarterback. But we'll get to him later on in that show. True. So, who we got? Uh, Cowboys and Rams. Are we going to do Cowboys? Are we going to make it our picks make this first? Let's do the picks first right now. Who we okay. got? KC is for you betting folks out there. And as I mean this, we do. I do not endorse it. This is all for fun. KC is minus five and a half with the over under at 57. So I'm going to obviously take KC minus five and a half. And I will be taking the over because the Chiefs offense averages about 40 points a game. The downside about that is the Chiefs defense allows on an average 35 points a game, I believe. So, of course, I think it's going to be over. What about you? Um, what's the number for the over? 57. 57. So, if you're asking me, I personally thought, since just thinking of the number 57, I had the score 31 to 19. And I have Casey. In a blowout. The reason why I have that score the way it is is because... I do not believe in the running game for the Indianapolis Colts. And I know people are going to say, wait, wait, that's Matt. He just ran for 150 yards against the Texans' good defense. Yeah, but did anybody pay attention to how quiet that stadium was? But do you... Every call that there was... If anybody watched the game, I remember very, very clearly there was at least 10 to 12 calls changed the line and half of that was to the running back okay if that's not Peyton Manning-esque I don't know what is but at the same time he's not going to be able to hear them same calls they're going to have to run strictly what's out of the playbook they're not going to outsmart that Kansas City defense and I know everybody's like well wait this defense was horrible yeah that was during a regular season I have never seen a team coming to the playoffs and not put an extra effort in. I've never seen it. Even for teams that they get blown out, you always see them try, at least at first. This Chiefs defense is going to play a lot better than people think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the uh, the defense always somehow comes up when they big when they need to. I mean, they're seven and one this year. People forget they're seven and one at home. I mean, their one loss came to the San Diego Chargers. San Diego of LA Chargers. Um, <laughs> yes, San Diego Chargers of exactly, Los Angeles, as we like to call them around here. Um, 
Yes. And that was mostly an epic. I call it a, more of a collapse than a comeback by the Chargers. But they're seven and one, and it was won by one point. So you, you it, it's going to be by the crowd. If the crowd is hyped all game, but I'm telling you, fans in Arrowhead, if we are down big, please do not think the game is over. Do not be quiet. I wish I was going to the game. Anyways, now, on to the next game. We have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Los Angeles Rams. That's the same game, too, on Saturday. What do you think about this game, FJB? I've had so many thoughts about this game. And the only thing I could possibly think is just as much as I love Russell Wilson, Dak is up there for me. I'm sorry. There's just something to me about cool, calm, and collected quarterbacks under pressure. And right now, we have three still left in the playoffs. You got Dak, who's proven that he's just calm and collected under pressure. And we got Nick Foles, who's cool and calm under pressure. I've seen Jared Goff under pressure. I don't like what I see. Now, everybody says that the um, Dallas Cowboys are at home. Um, This is, in fact, not true. No. Over the, um, since, from 1973 all the way to 1986, the Dallas Cowboys and Rams have played eight times. They're four and four. Okay, five times playing in Dallas and three times playing in L.A. Now, here's the funny thing. You would think the Rams would have a home field advantage being the L.A. Rams. Well, that's never been the fact, and especially for the Dallas Cowboys. Right. The Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs are 2-1 and one in Los Angeles. Right, correct. And um, being from L.A., is the fan base in L.A. back? I mean, we had no football for 20 years, and there's been – you were a – a plethora of different teams. Is the fan base supporting LA or do you think there's going to be more Cowboy fans there than Rams fans? Let's just put it this way. You lived in California. You're a Chiefs fan. I live in California. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Tennessee Titan and Arizona Cardinal fan. My brother lives in California. He's a New England Patriot fan. And my other brother is an Oakland Raiders fan. Now, Oakland will give points because that's at least in California. But at the same time, I've never met a Rams fan. <laughs> and I've lived in L.A. all my life. Like, serious, diehard L.A. Rams uh, fan. I have never met I, ha- I, I have uh, actually met a diehard Rams fan. It's actually my buddy, um, who my best friend, who I call him my brother also. He's a Cowboy fan. However, his dad is a big diehard Ram fan. So that's going to be very interesting uh, household. I would love to see how that one ended up. But uh, I, I like I like the Rams in this game. I, I like... Uh, see, I, I think... I, I'm old school, so... Todd Gurley. If Todd Gurley can run this ball up and down that field. Um, it's going to take a lot of nope. pressure off of... <laughs> off the, I know you're laughing. I know you're laughing. Nope, not going to happen. But, 
in Todd Gurley we trust and Todd Gurley get those get those legs going hold on hold on I I have to stop you there you said we trust you have to identify who is we cause that we ain't me <laughs> I, do not, I do not trust in Todd Gurley against that mammoth Dallas Cowboy defense so you're telling me and it, wait hold on it's the defensive line is not what scares me. Jalen Smith, Vanderash, those two linebackers scare me. They're as fast as wide receivers playing linebacker. Think about that for a second. I think about it. I'm thinking about it, and I'm still going to go with the with Gertie. I don't trust Goff because he doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. There's no one on the other end of that to catch that ball. Hey, he's got Robert Woods and um, what's the other young tiny cat? <laughs> My point exactly. He has nobody. Yeah, so you have to. We're gonna have to run this ball to get the pressure off of golf. Okay, that's gonna be the so, hashtag, everybody. Pressure off golf. Yeah, that's not. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start that hashtag <laughs> tomorrow. I have my hashtag tonight, actually. Okay, um, in, including the games where he was injured this season, if I'm not mistaken, he's only averaged 16 times, 16 carries a game. That's not including catching. So he had over 20 touches a game this year, 16 of them were carries, which means he's catching out the backfield and all of a sudden, he's not 100% with only a week off? Well, he's not because this league is a passing league. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not with that. You know, this is a passing league. You, look, you and me go back and forth on this all the time. You like these passes, 67 passes a game, 55 passes a game, 47 passes a game. Look at the playoffs. All the best teams have to do what? Run the ball, stop the run, and have good quarterback play. That's from now since the very first Super Bowl. Every single champion. Yes. All of them have four things in common. Good quarterback play, consistent run game, stopping the run game. I mean, it's not so so let me get to the, the spread here. It's uh, LA Rams minus seven. I like the Rams, but I do like Dallas in as far as I do not think it's, the Rams will win by more than seven. I, I'm, I'm calling it a 34 to 30. As far and the over under 49 and a half, I will go with the over on that one. What about you? Wait, so you have 34 to 30 Rams? Yes. The Rams are favored by seven, and I don't think they'll win by more than seven. I think it's going to be less. Okay, just for um, craps and giggles, can you give me your score for the Chiefs and Colts game? Uh, the Chiefs and Colts game, I have it at five and a half. I, I'm, I'm thinking more of a, uh, because of this game, I'm thinking 49 to 42. 
it's going to be one of those games that you're not going to like. It's going to be close, but at the same time, it's going to be a lot of scoring because Andrew Luck is on fire. This is the hard coach defense that I didn't really want to play. And team that is streaky right now. And you know streaky. We all know how streaky streaky teams go. We'll talk about a certain streaky team um, in a few minutes. So, okay. You have the Dallas Cowboys scoring 30, and you have the Colts scoring 32? What playoffs have you been watching? (laughs) Um... Okay. Because this is this, this, this is, is a passing league, and I'm talking about the defense. Yeah, it's a passing league during the regular. But there's season. also the defense, and the Chiefs' defense has no secondary or no corners. You don't think Andrew Luck's gonna have a field day with that? No. Wow. Guess who the Chiefs also have? Justin Houston, and if I'm not mistaken, they're lining Justin Houston up against. Uh, What's the the tackle? Costanzo. That's a bad matchup for the Colts. Yes, and we also got. And then if you try and switch it up, Jones too. I mean, yes. Yeah, and then if and then if you try and switch it up and put Ford on the outside, that's just as bad. I have I have the most faith in the Chiefs' front four line: Houston, Jones, Ford, who. You know, you and I both know I did not like when we first came out. I do not trust the secondary. I do not trust the corners. I do not trust the secondary safeties, especially Eric Berry, who has not played a full game all year and played a half a game in that Chargers loss. So that's why I I don't trust that. I think Andrew Luck's going to throw the ball. Okay, and just a quick note, and then we'll go on to the um, Chargers-Pats game. Eric Berry is the one guy I trust. And the reason why, if you don't believe me, go ask Bob Sanders, who sat out 10 games. The Colts had recorded the worst defense in NFL history. He came back to a no-name defense. The only two players that was on there was Dwight Freeney, and Robert Mathis and Bob Sanders. Everybody else is a no-name. Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah. You have two dominant pass rushers and an Eric Berry who likes to stick his nose in the line to stop the run. If Eric Berry... Does that not sound familiar? If Eric Berry is healthy. He has not been healthy. All he needs to do... All he needs to do is get to one play at a time at this game. Um... Now, the, um, the, just to jump back real quick, the score I have for the Cowboys and Rams, 25-18. to 18. Dallas in my upset life. Really? And the over-under? You're going under. Mm-hmm. The Rams will not score three touchdowns on the Cowboys in Dallas's house. We're not, but they're not in Dallas's house. You really think so? Well, technically, geographically, they're not in Dallas's house. Fifty percent of that crowd will be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. I... At least, at least fifty percent of that crowd is rooting for Dallas. Um, now this is the game that nobody really wants to talk about, but we all have to talk about it. 
the Chargers and Patriots. No, really? um, we have to talk about this game. I guess. I guess we really. Yeah, really. I guess we do. All right. <laughs> now, if um, our friend was on the phone, he would be speaking about Tom Brady as if he were God, and we'd probably hang up on him. But at the same time, he does make one. And that's a point I don't like to make. It's just one of those funny curses that you have to talk right. about. Tom Brady has beaten this quarterback. Technically, I don't like to use that stat when they say quarterback versus quarterback because the quarterback does not go out there and try to sack the other. Correct. So, the char- Philip Rivers has been outsmarted by New England's defenses six times before. Okay, this is the seventh matchup. But I will say this much. This defensive coordinator and this defense is not nearly as talented as the past defenses in New England. This secondary may be good, but the rest of it is not. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't like New England. Who does? Your, our buddy. Yeah, I know. Everything's doing good with him, remember? So. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, on the other hand, excuse me while I catch my breath a little bit. New England is minus four with the over-under as 47. <laughs> I'm taking the charge. Um, what's the weather conditions for that game? Cold. Um, I did talk to our friend before we got on this uh, episode, and he's ranting and raving about them playing in the snow. It's going to be cold. Do we know the forecast? Do we know the forecast? Um, I don't know. Let me check right now. Let's see. Uh, I'll check it. Uh, Let's see. Location. Well, while you're checking, over-under is 47, and I'm going to uh, take the Chargers. Give me the four. And I'm going to go under. It's going to be Chargers 28. And New England Patriots 17. If I did my math, I probably not sure. So, did you find the weather local for the Boston? Yeah, I found the. Yeah, I found it. I'm just. Um, while I try and find this, um, uh, let me put it to you this way. If it's um, snowing, okay, there's no indication for snow. I didn't think it's going to be cold. There's 0% chance. Uh, th- yeah, there's a 0% chance of rain or snow in, in Boston, Massachusetts for the whole weekend. Correct. But it's going to be cold. 
know. Yeah, but it's gonna be between 18 degrees and 28 degrees, which is not snowing. It's, it's just, just cold in uh, California. You don't get 18 to 28 degrees. Those California boys are gonna be cold. But then again, half of that San Diego, uh, San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles defense is SEC bread. The muscle memory will come back. That defense will not miss the okay, So who you got? Phillip Rivers is not the young kid that we remember who was getting beat by Peyton Manning and Tom Brady back in the days. I think Phillip Rivers pulls through. But I have him pulling through and throwing for less than 300 yards. And I still think he's going to win. And here's my prediction. Not only do I think the Chargers will win, I think Tom Brady has two turnovers in this game. One fumble, one interception. And the interception costs them the game. The fumble is going to cause a momentum shift before the half. What's your score? Is up. My score is 31-21. All right. Chargers. Chargers. So, now, to the game of all games, we have these fellas story. We're not underdogs, but yet you had our underdogs, Philadelphia Eagles. The powerhouse of the NFL, the New Orleans Saints. I like the Saints in this game. Running away with it. The magic with Nick Foles is done. I know you like Nick Foles. But his magic is done. And let's be honest, they got lucky to even get this far. Well, I wouldn't call it luck. I think the NFL felt so bad for the kicker, for the Bears, that in the record books, they changed it from a missed kick to a blocked punt so that people would stop sending him death threats, which I pulled, by the way. Yes, I remember you called. Um, we we talked, we talked. We were videoing back and forth, and we had talked. Uh, I remember you saying this is going to be a he's going to hit the hit the upright. Granted, you did not call the and call. not only did the, you didn't call. I did not call the crossbar. I t- I thought it was going to be wide left, but didn't I say? And I quote: "This feels like a Seattle Seahawks Minnesota outdoor scenario." Yes. You did. And that's exactly what happened. Yes. And also, not only do I think the Saints are going to upset in this game, I honestly believe that the Eagles players are upset that the last time they played this season that the Saints ran up the score. And if you look at the Saints the last few weeks, they haven't been running up the score on anybody. They haven't eclipsed 30 once. Right. And secondary in Philly's got a little bit healthy. The defensive line is getting a little healthy at the right time. And all of a sudden, Nick Foles throws a game-winning touchdown last week along with a missed field goal. And you're really going to place your money against the magic of Nick Foles? I am. 
because New Orleans is minus eight. Give me that all day. I think it's going to be a two-touchdown score lead. New Orleans is going to win by 14. And, of course, 50 and a half. I'm going to go over. Obviously, going over with that. I'm giving you this score right now. It's going to be... Now, they're in a dome, Mr. Weatherman. So, it's going to be air it out breeze. The only breeze in that dome is going to be Drew Breeze. 42-28. That's my lock of the week. New Orleans beats the Cinderella story, Philadelphia Eagles. You had your championship last year. Back of the line you go. I would love to agree with you on that one. You have 42-28? It's in the dome. Okay, first off, I don't see any team this weekend scoring 40. You have three teams scoring 40. Correct. Correct. I I, 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 I can't do it. I, I cannot do it. To me, this game, I think people get Drew Brees kind of um, mixed up a little bit. Drew Brees is not throwing for 800 every game. What Drew Brees is going to do is something he does every single game. He's going to complete at least 70% of his passes, and he's going to keep his turnovers down until the fourth quarter. Drew Brees is known for throwing interceptions in the fourth quarter. Is it his stature? I don't know why, but if you look back at all the major losses in New Orleans history since Drew Brees has got there, his major games that he lost are always fourth quarter turnovers. Always. And I just, I have that feeling. He'll have a turnover in the fourth quarter, but it's not going to matter. Yeah, it will. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the Eagles are going to find a way to possess the clock in New Orleans against the overly aggressive defense. They're going to own the middle of the field. Zach Ertz is going to have at least 100 yards. Okay. So, Zach Ertz has at least 100 yards. They control the clock. They put, they find a way to run for over 85 yards in this game. And the Eagles still won in New Orleans. What's your score? What's going to be your final score? You're not even going to believe me if I tell you. What's your final score? 19-13. We're talking about the... This is, this is going to be your boring game of the week. You're talking about... 1913, yes. 1913 Eagles upset the world. Wow. Over under 50 and a half. What do you got? Over under so for Under two. Under 50 and a half. So you're not even going to give them the 50 and a half. You think it's going to be that low of a game? It's going to be low. This is going to be a old, another old-school football game. Everybody said the same thing last week. Seattle and Dallas was an old-school football game. And it was. Until the fourth quarter, guess what? You're going to see the same thing. The Saints rely on those two running backs. If I'm not mistaken, both of those running backs together are more than 42% of their offense. 
They're going to run the ball. They're going to try and get time of possession. The Eagles will be prepared to stop the run. The secondary will find a way to confuse the linebacker, uh, to confuse the running backs out in the open. And the Eagles will slow down Drew Brees, but his completion percentage will be high, which means there'll be a lot of third and three, uh, fourth and thirds, fourth and fours, and the Saints punt. I just don't. And remember, the wide receivers are not that great for New Orleans. They just look great because of Drew Brees, but not this weekend. So, if I had to, and I'm not going to go off any of my picks or any of my scores, but if I had to choose one, you're going to say, give me a, just think about what what would be your close born game. I would have to say it would be the Chargers and the Patriots. Because just because of the cold weatherness running the football. In that dome in New Orleans, Drew Brees is going to go and rock up about 500 yards passing that ball. I bet you one dollar bill. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Saints do not score 21 points. All right. You got it. All right. I'll make sure I send FedEx me that dollar. All right. I certainly will. Since this definitely is a bi coastal podcast. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. So there you have it, guys. That being said, yeah. 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 So you have it. So go ahead. Uh, no, I'm uh, looking at our winners. Yeah. So what are we? What? What? Let's. Uh, Wait, did we agree on any? Did we agree on any? I don't think so. Well, I, I think we agreed on a KC one. Yeah. KC one. I think our scores are just different. Different. Um. Uh. And. Uh, Recap, well, re- re- recap for you real quick, uh, who we got. Okay, I have the Eagles, Chargers, Chiefs, and Cowboys. You have Todd Gurley, the New England Weiner Babies, um, the New Orleans Saints, I, and your homeboys, the Chiefs? Uh, I didn't pick New Orleans. I didn't pick uh, the New England Weiner Babies. I have the Chargers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said you have them. What was your score for that game? Oh, I don't remember. Um, I have the Chargers winning 31-20. I had, uh, I think I had it 28-17 or something like that. I don't remember. I I, I should have wrote it down. I thought you were writing it down. So. I was. That was the only score but, uh, I missed. Um, so we both have – so we're going to have – you and me both have chosen – to have an AFC West AFC Championship game. Is that accurate? Uh, yes. Yes. We have accurate. And uh, and you and I both have different choices for the NFC game. You have the Saints hosting uh, the Rams. You have the Saints hosting the Rams. And I have a NFC East NFC Championship game. Which means Dallas will go back home when Philly goes and meets them. And then that episode will be me talking about how it's very, very rare 
for a team to beat a team three times in one season and Philly going back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think we're going to have a, uh, a <laughs> rematch. When we talk next week, we're going to have a rematch of that Monday night game, I believe. That's what we're going to be looking forward to. That lovely 54-51 game that you loved so much is going to happen this year again. But on that note... So, just just for funnies, your Super Bowl is going to look like what? Because my Super Bowl is Christmas colors. Mine is red and green. It's going to be red and green. Mine's going to be a little red and yellow with a little bit of that baby blue and gold from the Los Angeles as far as the Rams go. And it's going to be that lovely Monday night score at 54-51 that we love so much. This time, the Chiefs will prevail, we're hoping. But that's again, that's another another time for another another day. Don't want to... Got to get this win against Indy first. And then we got to get that payback on the LA Chargers. All right. And that's another exciting debate and episode of the Sports Daddy TV podcast. Sports Daddy TV podcast. Yes, I'm Big Chief Daddy, along with my FJD. Thank you, thank you. We will uh, sign it off and don't forget to subscribe, like us on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash sports daddy tv blog and at sports daddy tv on twitter also get us at youtube follow us with some content we have on youtube channel at sports daddy tv also if you like our quick minutes quick minute caps i'm talking two minutes or less you get a big fat quick minute from fjb himself on his podcast so looking for look for out look out for those too Once again, this is Big Chief Daddy signing off.